Hello and welcome to episode six. Episode six. Six. Of, yeah, six of Hello Hello Hangouts. <laughs> Thank you for coming and hanging out with us uh, today in this lovely spring Minnesota weather we're having. Um, I'm here joined by my co-host Pam. Hi. Mabuhai. Mabuhai. <laughs> uh, so today uh, we're just gonna talk about we're gonna talk about uh, different things. It's gonna a be lot a, little of, bit, a think, lot of topics. There's a lot of things that we have we have covered. Yeah. And majority of them are recent. Yeah. Actually. Oh, we're gonna go a little a little lighter than last episode. Right. Because <laughs> last episode was pretty was pretty heavy. Right. So um, Edwin, what have you been up to? You know what? It's springtime, and spring is one of my favorite times of the year. Um, you would know it as um, the start of the rainy season in the Philippines. Uh, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Right? This is when like floods happen, I think, over there. Um, <laughs> uh, anyways, the um, it's... It's one of my favorite times of year because it's new growth, it's new, um, it, new things happen, uh, and gardening is one of my things that I like doing, and I blame my mom for it, um, for like making me go out and water her her jungle, which we call the backyard, growing <laughs> up in Hopkins, right? We had a small plot, you know, like a, we had a small yard in Hopkins. Right, it was like Minneapolis size plots. Mm, okay. But for, I don't know how my mom did it, and I remember. I mean, I guess I had something because I dug like a lot of the a lot of the flower beds, but she managed to like grow like enough vegetables to feed the entire neighborhood. Like wow, yeah. Like, I don't know how she did it. Like, we had things even from the Philippines that was growing there. Like, balaya. You know? And ah, okay. Yeah. We had, like, a balaya vein, like, vine plant, you know, that we created a trellis for. And, yeah. And we <laughs> cooked a lot of that really bitter ugh, that stuff. Bitter melon? Yeah. I'm not, I, I don't like it. I'm not a fan of that either. I'm not a fan. <laughs> we grew eggplant, which I'm also not a fan of. You know, but it was there, and <laughs> it was there was just a lot of uh, there were just a lot of vegetables that we were growing. We had an apple tree that that neighbors would grab and make apple pies of and gave it to us. Ah, okay. You know, so and we had a lot of flowers. We had a we had a we had a fountain in the backyard. I don't know how you fit a fountain in the in a small plot you know small backyard but she managed to do it you know and and we had we had we had flower beds in the front yard over a tree they had all shade but for some reason the flowers still grew under the trees you know it was it was amazing like my mom was amazing when it came to to uh doing gardening and i cut the bug and one of the first things i did while i when i bought my house here um, in you know, in the northern neck here in the in Minnesota in, in the Twin Cities, the first thing I did was dig a dig, dig up a garden, <laughs> you know, and in started fact, you planting had, stuff. 
And in fact, you you started an Instagram that you know around all the stuff that you've built, right? Yeah, I started building stuff, and I I do I do blame my dad for that. <laughs> you know, when you say blame, my, you really say thankful. I for, am right? thankful. Actually. <laughs> yes, I am thankful. Um, and you know, it's just like this. Uh, you know, in my garden here, in the in the, you know, in my house is getting bigger and bigger. In fact, I started making last fall um raised beds this huge gigantic 12 by 8 uh 12 by 8 foot raised bed you know and and i'm planning to make more this spring and start developing my front yard for uh like a with like more ornamental plants and stuff like that mm-hmm. so it's such a filipino thing to do i mean it's like Gardening is such a... I don't know a single Filipino or a single Filipino uh, Filipino family that doesn't have, like, a garden. Or or does, like, some vegetable growing. Yeah. Um, yeah, with my with my family, my dad was the gardener. Um, right now, they're, they're retired in the Philippines. They, they got their own, you know, property. And my dad always, you know, upkeeps his garden... And always likes showing off his what he grew. Yeah, the biggest the biggest treasure is the dragon fruit. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could grow that here. <laughs> you know, it would be that if I had. I mean, if if nature wasn't you know if if I could manipulate nature. Hey, guess what? I've got a saguaro mango tree in the backyard in Minnesota. <laughs> you know, I've got a durian tree in the backyard, in Minnesota. Yeah, you know, it's like that jackfruit tree. Hey, it. I would be planting those, you know. And I, my parents, when they retired to the Philippines, and you know, the first things that they did was turn their backyard into a jungle. Mm-hmm. You know, with complete with a mango. They even had an avocado tree in the oh, backyard. Wow. And they're not I'd normal. That. <laughs> yeah, and they weren't even normal looking at, you know, they were like Haas avocados, but they weren't. Like, it was like a different breed of avocados that were like, it had to been like twice or three times as big. Oh, wow. I know. Because I, when I went back to the Philippines, I ate one of these avocados and I couldn't finish it. It, it was, was that so big, big, huh? It was that big. <laughs> but it was so good. It was it had like a different, it had a meatier texture to it. Hmm, like okay. it was really good. I'm like, what is this? Like, what kind of avocado is this, right? <laughs> and I went in the backyard, look at the, it looked at the avocado tree, and there was like still a bunch of them hanging there. You know, well, you could just like grab it from the tree. You know, oh look at that, there's mangoes. I want to grab that too. You know, <laughs> it's like that. I, it's one of my passions. I think it's just because it's like I can just go in the backyard and grab vegetables or fruit or something like that. You know, and you know, whatever yep. I want. And they keep... It can't be any fresher than that. Right? Oh, no. It yeah. can't be. So, that's so what, what I've you, been doing. So, what have you... So, what are you planning on growing? Are um, you- I'm growing... I'm growing a lot of stuff. Tomatoes. Right? Okay. Tomatoes, onions. I've got peas, beans. I'm going to try my hand at corn. Ah, okay. Yeah, I want to try my hand at corn. Okay. Um, I've already got like raspberries and rhubarb growing in the backyard. They're perennials, right? I mean, raspberries is right. practically a weed. 
Uh, um, I've got blueberries in the backyard already. And I got kale growing. Um, what else do I have? Peppers. I'm going to try my hand at Carolina Reapers. See how that goes. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. <laughs> but, you know, there's a bunch of them I'm going to grow. But there's one thing I'm not going to be growing. And that's palaya. There's no way you're going to make me grow that. <laughs> there's no way. That to me is like the devil's... The devil's uh, is, it, is it because vegetable. it's high maintenance? Or? No, I just don't like it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like it. I can't... Eating... Okay. I grew up... I grew up with a family that ate palaya, right? And they used to do like the cut it up and put eggs and stuff like that. And okay. And like tomatoes and that sort of thing, right? It's like, hey, here's some rice. Here's palaya, which practically meant to me is like, here's some like things that taste like, taste like prescription medicine. <laughs> and you're supposed to chew it. Right? <laughs> And it's and it's and it's drought, you know, it, it's it's you know, there's a little like taste of novocaine in there too, you know. <laughs> it's like that. It's just bitter. It just tastes like meds, you know, like like you accidentally like chewed on a Tylenol. It's not yeah, good. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what what's the thing with you know Filipinos and their bitter, bitter, bitter stuff because my family my family liked. There was at least one dish that they served with bitter melon. Um, I just couldn't. I just ate the meat. That's the only thing that I'll eat. Yeah. You're like, you, just try the bitter melon. I'm like, yeah. I've tried it before. Before, no. <laughs> yeah, before I got a car, before I got my license and I had a car, right? And I was forced to like, this is dinner. It's palaya, whatever, right? That's exactly <laughs> what I was doing. I was like picking and choosing off the plate, right? <laughs> it's like I'm just gonna eat this, 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 and you know how palaya is. You know, it's like it, it sort of like, it sort of like corrupts the other things on that dish. So it sort of tastes. You can it, get that bitter taste on the other things. You know, right, but it wasn't right. near, it wasn't bad, but it was still there. It was still annoying, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So after I got my car, right after I got my license, I turned 16. Okay, palaya's on the table, right? Cool. I'm gonna go to McDonald's. <laughs> you know? Bye. Yeah, you know, it was the same thing with like, what was that? Like, like eggplant. So if the if eggplant was on the menu for dinner, I'd probably have to Perkins or something. You know, with friends. I just can't. <laughs> I just can't do it. Like I and my parents knew this about me. There's like, there's certain things I just don't eat, and not there aren't many things that I don't eat, but those are the two that. I don't eat like those are the two vegetables I just can't do. Yeah. And <laughs> nah, I'm with you there. <laughs> <laughs> right. I eat bullet. I eat, I eat durian, <laughs> but palaya, no way. <laughs> you know, but see, but it's the salty taste that comes with the soup. Yeah. In yeah. That's you what put, I put, like put a little vinegar and some salt in there. Yeah. It's the best. Don't knock it till you try it, audience. <laughs> <laughs> you just do what, yeah, you know, do what, uh, do what the the newbies do, and they do it in the dark, you know, <laughs> with a couple of shots of Thunderwai, 
or Crown Royal, whatever you know, or or no, what is it? Red Horse. Have a, have a bunch of you know, yes, get get horse, a bunch yeah. of Red Horse. Yes, it'll be fine. You'll <laughs> <laughs> be fine, and then do it, you know, and um, you're off the, you're off the races, and you'll you know you'll be you'll be one of us. <laughs> one of us. One yeah, of us. So what have you been doing, Pang? Okay, well, actually, I wanted to mention this. I know it's not a bad thing. But um, I went to the CSFA Winterfest uh, last Friday. How was that? That was that was actually quite fun. You really missed out on on the games. The games were really fun. I, I had a bit of an emergency. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Um, I was there to represent us. It's okay. That's cool. But I want to say, if there are any listeners from the CSFA, I want to say hello. It was very nice to meet you in the Winterfest, and I hope to meet the rest of you in future events, hopefully. But yeah, that was really fun. I learned, I actually learned some stuff in the trivia. Uh, there was a trivia part to it. I love trivia. Oh, I bombed. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean... never got, I never got to the top half yeah, you, which is you, bad in our other <laughs> podcast every time I pull out a trivia game you guys usually yell at me <laughs> well all I know is that well the last one in the last episode I wasn't I was in there blind I just didn't know what you <laughs> was being quizzed on and I'm like okay let's do this, let's do this. I uh, was this it was the same it was the same concept it was a lot of um, like historical uh, trivia Ooh. about the Philippines, Ooh. like like what, like like uh, how long does the Fili- the Filipino president serve? Like, Six what's years. the typical term? Six years. Six years, yes. Yeah. And usually, there's no re-election. It's six years, and then a new yeah. president will come. Yep. Come in. Unlike here, it's four years, and if they're re-elected, it's an additional four no, years from that. Yep. Um, uh, what else? Uh, what I did not know, and I think this is my was my favorite, is that I did not know that there was a Philippine satellite. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. I think that's cool. I brought it up to my parents, and they're like, "Is there?" Yeah. <laughs> they didn't the, know. Yeah, the United States launched it, I think. Oh, I but it was, was made in it was made by Filipinos yeah. in the Philippines. Yep, and the the name was. I'm gonna Diwata. Diwata. Yeah, it's Diwata one, and then later on, a few years later, they launched Diwata two. Mm-hmm. So Philippine, up there, yeah, Philippine folklore. If you want to know what Diwata is, <laughs> it's it's the it's the like creation gods of the old of the old of the old ways. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, I did not know that. Nope. I did not know that. So yeah, so those are the two that stood out. There was more. But, you know, kind of like me, like a test. It, once it's over, you like forget about majority of the information. Mm-hmm. The only things that you remember are the interesting ones. It just proves to me that I need to hit the Philippine textbooks harder. What you got to do, we're going to do, I want to no. do this, is like try to <laughs> just have like Edwin's history corner, Filipino wow. history corner or something. Yes, rather. and let's see how bad Pam Where... bombed that test <laughs> history was is not it's not a stronghold oh, for me because I of like, 
States. Yeah, I mean, I like history. I, and Filipino history is something that I've I've dived into, you know, like after college. And because because you're curious. Because I was curious, and I started getting like like these like Filipino folklore books and Filipino writings um, of different things. I even got like you know some of the text of Jose Rizal. You know, I want to know what that mm-hmm. dude was about. You know, yeah. it's like that, and it's one of the things that that really really interests me is is uh, pre-colonial Philippines. And that what was going on there, right? That's the only reason why I know what Diwata is. <laughs> you know, you're talking it, about you're talking about like uh, the local tribes. Yeah, like there's an actual there's an actual like like creation uh, creation story brought in by like the Philippine local tribes, like the Philippine like pre-colonial pre-Spanish like creation story, and it's really See, interesting. That- <laughs> See, I don't have prior knowledge to that. All I know yeah. is like we were a Spanish colony and then mm. and then after that I know. But we never talk about before. Yeah. Cuz yeah, cuz I would love to just go head dive head first towards mythology and it start mm. it started with that comic that I was talking about. Because okay. it l- lumped in with a lot of supernatural stuff. Mm. Past Aswang and oh yeah, oh there's more the than just Aswang. In terms and there, yeah, there's yeah, more there's, than that. There's more than that. I mean, those are like the famous ones, you know. But there's more than that. I mean, it's well, you know what? We'll uh, we'll have an episode on that in later dates. Oh and, yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. Welcome to welcome to the planning meeting of oh. Hall Hangouts. So speaking, <laughs> yeah. So speaking of supernatural, so I. You remember that movie, the movie Mankapweng, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, the Hitler one, yeah. Stop talking about that. It's the Hitler one. Please, it has nothing to do with Hitler. Just look. Just get over the mistake. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. The Charlie Chaplin looking one. <laughs> anyway, I told my mom about this, and an idea hit me is that I'm going to try to convince my mom to watch a movie with me without subtitles. Ooh. And and she, she will basically walk through me uh, or like walk, <laughs> you know, walk the movie, watch the movie with me. And if I have questions, like I would like take in the scene and then I'll probably be like, "Okay, so I think this is what was said and what is happening in this scene." And she can either correct me or or tell me, "Yep, you're on the right track." So, there's going to be some pausing going on. Um, see, I don't know. A lot of these movies that I that I go through is through the IFC. Yeah. And um, I just don't know how it works over there. Because IFC is actually based in California, mm-hmm. not in the Philippines. Yeah. So, it may be different over there. Um, she did sign up for the IFC, so it may happen. But... We're good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it may happen. So um, I'm kind of hoping to like like stream the event. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, there's a lot of technical uh, things that, that we would need be to that would be around. interesting. I'd like I. Well, 
Okay, the thing He's about Mount Wang is that <laughs> is that even though I can pick up certain words, I still didn't know what was going on. Mm. It wasn't until after the end of the movie that I'm like, okay, he was supposed to pick up three aspects, which ended up not helping in the end, which totally, I don't know. Anyway, I don't want to spoil the movie. But it's more if of the that, whole. I I'm still confused. <laughs> if that if that happens, I'll be in the chat room and I'll be like, "You're wrong." <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for the words of encouragement, Dad. <laughs> also, speaking of movies, so as of this, I think it, I think is it today that Raya, Raya and the Last Dragon comes I out. I think so. Yeah, Jan, uh, March fifth. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, you have I, problems. <laughs> well, I read a re- review, and I think I had more of a problem with the review than the actual movie. Uh, um, the review what was there was they were covering on how certain aspects were typical, mm-hmm. but how it was portrayed was different. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I like how. It was like it was covered on how the main characters were mostly female, which I think is awesome. But uh, what I didn't like was how they were linking this movie to China. That annoys me. That 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 annoys me. I solely because I don't know because it has a dragon or because it was Asian or I don't know. But the southeastern countries were revving up so much for this for this movie to happen that all of a sudden it just is automatically dubbed Chinese. Oh man. I Okay. Um just just to clarify, Southeast Asia is made up of multiple different countries with multiple different cultures. China is in the Asian mainland. Okay, <laughs> that's not even really Southeast Asia. They're right. mostly East Asian. Right. Yeah. And it's that whole oh, if it's Asian, it must be Chinese. And it's not. And it's Oh, that bothers me so This oh. was just this was our moment to shine. Yeah. Uh, Southeast Asia, Asia, and here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Just, and, and what bothers me is that in the review it mentions on how the movie is being released at the same time as the U.S. Where was this? Where was this review? Star Tribune. Ah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just ah. saying. I was like, okay, so. And so he's focusing mostly on the marketing at, uh, you know, at China. And I was like, because it was it's released the same time as it here. Right. Yeah. Okay. And he mentioned about how he's there withdrawing countries so that it's being more marketable for China. And I was like, one, it's not China based. It was actually taken from like influences from Southeastern countries None of it was from China, from what and I can it, tell. And is it being... Here's a question. Is it being released in Southeast Asia countries? Like, 
don't think so. That's more annoying. Yeah. I mean, the least... very, the very countries that they that this movie was supposed to represent, they can't watch it. That annoys me because that was. So they're really what they're doing is they're, they're really pandering to to people who are immigrants here in the United States. They happen to be, come from those other countries. Maybe yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. And you know what? What's interesting is that Mulan and Raya on Disney Plus. You had to pay thirty dollars in order to watch it, like now, That's or expensive. you have the option to wait. Like a couple months later to watch it for free. See, I think that's. I think that's okay. Here's the thing. I get it. It's COVID, right? They gotta make their money from from the theaters because the theaters yeah. aren't really open, right? I get it, right? But if I'm paying thirty dollars, right? Mm-hmm. That assumes that I'm a family of four. <laughs> right? True. I will give you that, yes. Yeah, it assumes that. Which annoys me, because 30 bucks? You know, it's expensive. I, yeah, I even complain about 10 bucks. <laughs> I complain about $10 at the theater, right? When, okay. when theaters are open, right? That's why I complain about... Okay, this is why it really makes me upset that I have to pay, like, $10 to watch half a movie. Right? Yeah. In some of these, like... I'll give you an example, right? Pirates of the Caribbean. They made me spend an equivalent of $30 for those three movies because I had to watch. They made me pay $10 to watch a third of a movie. And that annoys me already. It really does. It, it is annoying, but it is how Disney makes their money. I know. They know that their audience is willing to pay. <sighs> but the thing is that it's interesting because the two the two movies so far, as far as I know, please correct me if I'm wrong, are of, are of Asian culture. And they're charging $30 for these two movies. And what sucks is that those that are... As I said, those that are supposedly represented in these movies can't Aren't even see it. it. They right. can't see it. And they'll tell me they're going to charge 30 bucks for a movie in the Philippines. <laughs> just to watch it, just to watch it on their, on, you know, at home. And I don't know if even like Apple TV or Roku exists in the Philippines. I doubt it. I don't think so. Exactly. So. They're probably going to watch it on their computer, if anything. Yep. Right? Yep. For $30. What is that? $30 is a thousand... Pesos? But 1,500 to 1,600 pesos. Yeah, that sounds about right. Oh, I don't know. But And, and you know, as a Filipino-American... I mean, I mean, I think about I think about past Disney movies like Coco yeah. is Mexican. Yeah. This new movie Luca mm-hmm. is a, is supposed to be Italian mm-hmm. influence mm-hmm. from Italy. Um, 
Mulan from China. Raya is a pack of countries. <laughs> yeah, and the name of the country is a fictional name that supposedly is influenced by those pack of countries. Yeah. Yeah, right? So it's a fictional place, right? I mean, at least, you know, I guess, I don't know, at least... What is that place that where the Black Panther comes from? Oh, Wakanda? Yeah, at least Wakanda, right? Yeah. They're in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> you know? So, I don't know. I mean, it's nice to see representation, you know. Something that, you know, I can see and say, oh, it looks like me. But, yeah. um... I can't even, I don't know if I can even do that with this one. Because it's not necessarily Filipino. Yeah, I mean... Okay, Pixel. I mean, Pixar. (laughs) Pixel. Oh, Pixar, Pixar, yeah. Okay, Pixar. Um, This is just a a request. Um, If you're listening, you know, hey, Philippine culture is cool. It's great. You know, we got people like Bruno Mars, (laughs) Leeson Longa, you know, pretty cool people. I think you should make a movie for for us, you know, just actually, with with Filipino culture. That's you know, you'll, actually, you'll get a lot of people in the theaters if you do that. Actually, I think Pixar actually <laughs> nailed it better than Disney. You want to know why? Because there are two shorts that I can think of that are by Filipinos, yeah. for, and they could actually, you know, see the Filipino, you know, concept of it. Yeah, and and if you just you know, put in a little bit more, you know, you could actually make a movie out of it. Yeah. And I have an idea. Okay. Okay. So every time I go to the Festival of Nations, there's always that one Filipino uh, event that everyone goes gaga for. Oh, yeah. They pack in that, that Riverside. Oh, yeah. They yeah. pack it in the theater, and every time the event or the event is done, there's always like round of applause, people standing, people cheering, and wanting yeah. to see it again. It's the tinikling dance. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. Pixar. Here's here's my idea for you know a Filipino themed movie, make a movie about the tinikling dance because not, yes. a lot of people love watching the dance, but they don't know what it means. Yeah. The, excuse me. <clears throat> the tinikling dance is basically it's a birds. bird yeah. trying to, you know, not get caught in the trap. Yeah. And, and you know, it gets more exciting when, you know, the, the music picks up pace it gets faster and you often wonder will the bird be caught yeah or and if I the honestly, dancer or if the dancers are going to have to go to the hospital <laughs> which has happened <laughs> yeah um so uh pixar if you ha- if you're running out of ideas here's one to pitch yeah you can take it you can take it i'm not going to copyright it i'm not going to trademark it take it from me you know you heard it here. You've heard it here it's first, free. okay? Yeah, you hear her first. I, you know, <laughs> if you are gonna take it, just just put you know, just put my name on there in the credits, you know. It doesn't have to be anything, you know. You don't even have to say created by just special things. 
<laughs> or you don't. You, you could just use my code name, <laughs> Pinoy Panda. <laughs> like, who's this oh Pinoy Panda? Oh, I don't know. Sounds special. <laughs> do it, Pixar. Do All it. right. All right. I'll I'll be on it. <laughs> All right. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna move on to some some news. Some some little hilarious stuff here if we <laughs> with the news. All right, so I just heard this. It came from my my thread, and one of them is very serious. Okay, so there's two parts to the story. One of them is serious, and I do not condone sexual harassment of any kind or sexual misconduct of any kind. That's just bad, right? But the other side of the story, which I found quite amusing is that uh, representative ronnie jackson okay this is the person who was the doctor the white house doctor for both president obama and president trump during their terms and he flies on air force one every time they do an international trip right mm -hmm. him and his staff for obvious reasons right there's, you know, if anybody didn't know that there is like a small little, like, small little, like, like operation room or like a emergency room in Air Force One, just in case, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so he's pretty much, you know, responsible for that. Well, one of the times he took a trip, they took a trip to, to Manila, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. uh, Dr. Ronnie Jackson, um, you know, um, was saying some suggestive things to one of his subordinates that that was you know it was pretty much sexual misconduct mm -hmm. and he was doing this when he was drunk right according to the story and I should pull up the story just in case this came from hold on I got it I got it so this so this happened during when Obama was still in office yeah Okay, so so it wasn't any time recent. It was a few years ago. Was, yeah, this wasn't like during. This was like back, you know, between I don't know between two thousand eight and two thousand twelve, or two thousand sixteen. Um, hold on, I'm gonna pull it up here. Hold on. So this story came from the Sun, um, a U.S. news site, and yeah, um, he ate fertilized eggs. Um, you, while he was drunk. Are you talking about Balot? Balot. Oh. <laughs> I, okay, so here's the thing. Other part, I do not condone, all right? Right. I mean, I do not. I mean, I. I it's bad. Neither it's bad. Do. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's just that I don't think he knew what he was eating at the time. Well, that's because he was <laughs> drunk, right? Yeah. And I like it. I don't have to get drunk for it. Wow. <laughs> right? We kind of have a predisposition. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, just give me some salt and some vinegar and I'm okay, right? Crack, crack, peel, peel. For me, for me it's just salt. I normally just, you know, as long as it's warm. <laughs> oh, yeah, it has to be warm. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it has to be warm. Anyways, um, so I thought that was, uh, that was interesting that, you know, that Representative Ronnie Jackson ate that. Does... And does does he even remember? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I, I'm not friends with him, nor do I want to be friends with him. <laughs> well, that's not what I mean, but. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna. I guess I could tweet him. <laughs> yes, though. Hey, did nah. you remember what you were asking? I mean, nah. maybe. I don't know. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> a little, a little giggly. A little giggly. Sorry for you. Yeah. So, um, on the other side of things, um, in the Philippines, in our place there, good news. Philippines just got 480,000 COVID vaccines from COVAX. What is COVAX, you say? COVAX is a nonprofit organization made up of different organizations such as the WHO and several other and other um, COVID manufacturers uh, like AstraZeneca. Um, here's the thing. Um, COVAX is goal because it would be silly not to know this um, that if only a certain only certain countries get vaccinated and not other countries in the world don't get vaccinated it's not going to be a good mix right so right. covax's goal is to get vaccines to developing countries in the world that cannot afford vaccines from manufacturers so That's what good. they do yeah so what they do is negotiate things with the manufacturers to get vaccines to places like the philippines or like other you know or poor other poor countries right or that they just can't get it right like right, that right. little hiccup that the philippines had from dropping the ball to negotiate vaccine dosages from you know like places like yeah. pfizer so yeah they just got 480,000 COVID vaccines, I think, a couple yesterday. Um, landed in Manila, and it's going to be distributed by the Department of Health there in the, the Philippines to um, medical uh, first responders. Healthcare. Yeah, okay. healthcare people. All so, right. And I'm sure it's going to, you know, there's some, you know, politicians and stuff. And I'm sure there's going to be some things happening too. Exceptions. Yeah, exceptions, <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's good news. I think that's good news. People, you know, I have family there that are doctors and nurses that they should get it first. So I'm hoping that they can get it um so they're safe. Right. You know, they're in the medical you know they're mil they're in the medical field. I think one of um my cousin's husband works for public health over there. So, and he has oh, to deal okay. with, um, vac you know, COVID patients in Davao City. So, I'm sure he'll get it um, soon. Well, I hope so, too. Yeah. So, there you go. Uh, more vaccines hopefully will go to the Philippines, but at least there's about 480,000. And it's coming from AstraZeneca. These are AstraZeneca vaccines. Okay. All right. So. Awesome. So, good well, job. Thank you, COVAX. It's about time, you know. Yeah. So, it's <laughs> it is. I mean, yeah. It, it's sad that the Philippines just couldn't, you know, you couldn't know, get it sooner. couldn't get it sooner, you know. Yeah. But you know, you can't. You know, I guess beggars can't be choosers, you know. And yeah. Kovacs. Right. I mean, Kovacs. Thank you, Kovacs, 
for you know for doing that. I think that's great, and I, and I hope that other countries will benefit from your work. Yeah, because so. if it the vaccine will only work if everyone yeah participates in it. Yeah, if everybody in the, when everybody in the world right all the countries get the COVID vaccine and they start vaccinating their their country, that's the only yeah. way this thing can go away. Right. 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 So, so there you go. It benefits. It benefits everyone, not just the country that's yeah. being vaccinated. It's, yeah. It's just a way to make this virus more manageable. Exactly. So. Exactly. Get your vaccine. And the Philippines is one of the worst hit of the COVID. Right. There were they were the worst in in Southeast Asia and Asian ter- Asian countries. Didn't they kind of rival, like, mimic our numbers? Yeah. Or a <laughs> country that is very, very small yeah. compared to the U.S. But the Philippines is more congested, right? Yes. yes. Compared to the U.S. It's more like, you know, you got a lot of people. I mean, Manila. If anybody has ever been to Manila and or seen pictures of Manila, it's... Crowded. It's crowded. It's dense. It's dirty, right? I mean, yeah. as much as, you know, it's one of those places where I would, I like to skip over and go directly to like Cebu or something. Because, I mean, I tell people this, like you go there, it's like, if you ever want to, if you ever want to experience Manila, right? It's, this is what you do. Make sure it's a hundred degrees outside. It's human. And put your face in front of a diesel exhaust pipe. Because, because that's what it, it smells like diesel all the time there. Because there's it so does. many cars. There's it so does. many diesel and so many motorcycles. That it's just smoggy. And it's right. humid. And it's hot. And, you know, I remember walking around, the you know, outside the hotel. And, like, all I had to do was, like, put my finger to my forehead. And it was black. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> right? Anyways. I mean, I mean, think you know. Uh, it's very grateful for all the aircon taxis, oh. and not to mention SM Mall. Yeah, <laughs> those are the only places that you could find relief yeah. from that. SM Mall, uh, Mall of Asia. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have to admit. I mean, despite you know the congestion and the pollution from exhaust. The exhaust um yeah it's, the sh- it's you gotta really, love the shopping <laughs> what's that you gotta love the shopping you gotta love the shopping i mean <laughs> if anyway, this is another topic for another day but sorry yeah. mall, <laughs> malls in the philippines holy moly talking about a one-stop shop <laughs> we will have to talk about that we, we have to talk about episode. that there's something to experience i'm telling you it's just something to experience over there <laughs> Um, anyways, it, it's, it's dense. It is really dense, like, like unbelievably. And, and when it comes to like the COVID, which is like the, the, you know, the things that tell us is, you know, you know, six feet. Yeah. Apart. Yeah. Social distancing, yeah. <sighs> social distancing <laughs> in the Philippines. <laughs> I don't know when they, when right. they were saying the three meter thing, you know, <laughs> Or oh, whatever yeah. the heck, yeah. like the three meter thing in the in the Philippines, it's like 
Good luck, especially Manila, especially in like in Cebu. Are you kidding me? Like that's that's. I mean, they're gonna be breaking rules left and right. There's no way. <laughs> you yeah. know. Um, so it wasn't surprising to me that the Philippines was gonna get worst hit because just because of the social aspect of things in the Philippines. I mean, we're a very open society. Thing. Yeah. I mean, even here in the United States, like, like you know, like the Latino culture, the, the Latino areas, families, you know, they were hit because it's their culture. It's, they're a very open, like, family relation, right? Yeah. Yeah. Same thing in the Philippines. And to me, it, you know, it was, it was bad. I mean, they tried to do things like, like what was it like enhanced community quarantining i don't know if we talked about that in this uh, this podcast um, i think we just like mentioned it but i don't yeah. think we really covered it yeah and when during the during the worst parts of covid in the philippines they were doing enhanced community quarantining where like people had to they did lockdown and anybody in the philip anybody here in the united states complained about you know, like stay at home <laughs> orders. Our stay at home orders was a cakewalk compared to what they were doing in the Philippines. Right? Because they actually had law enforcement, didn't they? They had law enforcement. Enforce yeah, yeah, they had law enforcement walking around the city making sure that you were not you know, that you were you had your um what was that called? Um uh it's like a it's like a it's like a hall pass essentially. Like it's oh, a, oh like a like a letter or a permission. It's slip a permission slip thing. It's a every house essential. Yeah, well, no, like every house in the Philippines had a had two two passes. They were um, for food and medical. Right? Oh, okay. And okay. each house had had two of these, right? Okay. And it was it stated like. You can only leave your house, you know, on the odd days or the even days or something like that, right? And you can only go outside of your... You can't... You had to stay within your district. Okay. Right? Yeah. And in the Philippines, the cities over there are sort of made up of districts. They're like published... You know, like they're like... 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 Barrios. Yeah. Right? Yep, yep. And so you could only stay in there. But I was already hearing real quick that people got around those. Yeah, I yeah. can see that. <laughs> right? So it wasn't like... It was on TikTok, too. There was a bunch of people on TikTok in the Philippines. They were, like, showing you, like... Like, like you know, like, I'm not supposed to be here, but I want to, you know... <laughs> you know anything to be tiktok famous <laughs> exactly they were like they were like openly breaking like rules and you know in in the philippines so it doesn't surprise me that it was really really bad i mean mm -hmm. even despite like you know their enhanced community quarantining wasn't working because people were breaking the rules you know yeah. it's, you know you're only supposed to be out on certain days guess what they found a it way worked. to get out every day you know, yeah. it's, you know, what can, you know, it's, that's why I always laugh at people who are like trying to, you know, like, you know, like, stay at home sucks. And I was like, dude, you don't know the half of it, man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like, you don't know, it's, you know, I mean, 
just be thankful you're not in the Philippines because <laughs> their their lockdowns are lockdowns. Right. Like, this is and, and, what we're doing here isn't a lockdown. <laughs> and then you know, I see the you know the good side of it. It's just trying to make uh, control traffic so that people yeah. so that the spread can be contained. Yeah. Um, the only way you could go, the only way you could cross districts, right, during an enhanced community quarantine, is if you were a medical person. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, or or a government official. <laughs> well, I don't know when this happened, but um, when I was talking to my parents, you know, back then, uh, they even said that they, since they're like, what was it, over sixty-five? Yeah. The seniors, basically. Yeah. Oh, they bar bar seniors from going anywhere. Yeah, they did. So and so they are literally house locked. Yeah, and the only thing, I mean, with, with us, we only got like twelve. We had like our first like COVID relief thing, right? It was like twelve hundred bucks. Yeah. Per and like, what was it like five or six hundred dollars per child or something like that? Oh, I don't remember. Something like that. I don't. I don't. And then you get three hundred dollars extra for your if you're unemployed, right? When you're, um, when you if you lose your job, you get furloughed or whatever, and you right. collect unemployment, you get three hundred dollars above that, whatever the state right. gets you. Right. In the Philippines, they got a bag of food. Ooh. <laughs> they had a care package on behalf of the government of the Philippines. It was. I saw pictures of these. <laughs> you know, and it was just like. Was it just Holy like a bag crap. of rice? Well, there was a bag of rice in there. Okay. There was like I could I thought I saw a tin of spam somewhere in there, and you know, okay. and like other things, like you know, like canned goods, that sort of thing, you know, like provisions essentially. All right, which is you know, we'll cover that part. Yeah. But what if? What if you got bills to pay? Eh. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't good. <laughs> Let's just say, right? Um, yeah. Or maybe they got more, but that's what I was hearing on the in the, you know, from the Philippines is that they didn't get, like, not. I mean, they didn't get like a relief package like us here. I think. Right. I thought we were much better off than a lot of countries out there. You know, okay. So. I'm thankful what I got, you know, especially, you know, from, from the government here, mm-hmm. you know, and I know they're trying to pass another one as we speak. So, soon, yeah. <laughs> soon. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, you know, every time Take- I hear someone complain about things, you know, especially here with the COVID, it's just like, mm, you guys you know, don't one, half of it. You know, the one thing that not just the Philippines, but Asia in general does that you know that we still are struggling with our masks wearing masks yeah because they were always you know if you don't feel well but you still need to go someplace you just wear a mask and no one bat an eye about it yeah in fact i think when i was in japan when i was in japan and in korea right before covid hit yeah it was like a lifestyle and, oh, <laughs> like, oh yeah, like, it's, it's a lot of, part of the like, fashion. Yeah, they had like in the in in like Korea and Japan, they had like like what was it like um, Ralph Lauren polo masks, <laughs> and you know, and <laughs> supreme masks. supreme like across their face, you know, right. 
It was amazing. Like it was, and they had masks. You know, like those airport, like the airport mall. Like uh, there's yeah. a there's yeah. a big one. There's a big one in Korea, right? Oh, I bet. And, I bet they're loving it. <laughs> yeah, there's a big one in Korea, and they were selling masks at these like high end, like Dolce and Gabbana. You oh, know? <laughs> like, the thing about those masks is that they're they were cute and they fit. Yeah. Like it was like comfortable. Yeah. And it, you know, and there's us. <laughs> we complain yeah. that we need to cover our mouth and nose. I know it, it's a, it's a it's like a lifestyle there because they went through SARS COVID too, right? In two thousand three, they they, uh, they knew it, how I they think, knew what yeah. they were doing. Like they know exactly. You know, it's like this wasn't their first rodeo. Whereas in the in the United States, it was our first rodeo <laughs> for a very long time. <laughs> So, so I'm just saying, I mean, there may be there may be some cons over there that that wearing mask was always their pro. Yeah. yeah. So. Every time I went to Japan, you know, every time I went to you know, Korea, you know, masks was, were already a thing. You know. Oh yeah, even, when I started wearing masks pens- at work, yeah. I always like wear wore something that had like a design or had a character on it. Yeah. And they would look at me like, it's like, what are you wearing? And I was like, it's a mask to protect me from the virus. What do you expect? And the thing that is on the mask is called personality. <laughs> yeah. It's just another way. Now, now it's like everywhere, right? You see it on you see it on the congressional floor. There's some Congress people with like... <laughs> well, if you think about it, masks are just like a t-shirt. Yeah. If you put like a brand on there, it's a very good way of cheap advertisement. Yeah. I think it's I think it's just you know, it's it I think, you know, like it's like almost like the United States has now caught up to like Japan <laughs> and Korea. I honestly well, yeah, I know. honestly think that Asia had something before uh the Americas did. But we're stubborn. Yeah. <laughs> As Americans, we are stubborn. Yeah. I mean, what was it? Michael J. Fox said all the best stuff is made in Japan, right? <laughs> did Did he say that? Yeah, Back to the Future. Was oh, it Back to the Future well, 3? Have you, dude, it's been a while since I watched that movie. I'm going to have to rewatch it now. What do you mean, Doc? All the best stuff is made in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Okay, so... Um, so that's the news, and I was gonna do a. There was a thing that uh, I watched on Prime, Amazon Prime. So we're gonna play this. I think I got my volume up. So I watched something on the Amazon Prime, and this that is really like fascinating. A video game. <laughs> it, it, it is. It's actually it's a video game thing. But I okay, like sorry. It. So Anyways, yes, you were watching something. I watched something on Amazon Prime that really caught my eye, and it was actually about my the island that I came from, Mindanao. Mindanao, right? I am a yeah. southern. I'm a southern boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So it was talking about the the. the the series is called Dice of Death, um, which is basically a show about like the dangerous 
like dangerous uh, tr travels of wh what people take to just make a living, right? The dangers mm. that they have to go through just to make a living. Okay. <clears throat> and in the Philippines, in Mindanao, and especially where I come from, like Davao, right? Okay. There's a there's a there's a region over there on the other side called Compostela Valley, right? Kumval for short. Everybody says Kumval over there. Okay. Um, and there, it's the biggest thing there is mining. Hmm. Right. I, I, and like gold mining, they go to the mountains and there's mines there. Right. Okay. And there's these like holes that are like six by six feet. I don't even know if it's that. It's like one meter by one meter, right? Okay. So three by three. And it's about 15 feet deep and it's full of water. And they have the way that they mine for gold is insane. This guy with a mask and literally a tube, <laughs> right? With a, with a respirator that's hooked up to an air pump and he dives down. For hours on end, digging for gold in the dark. In the dark? In the dark, because you can't see in front of your face because it's so murky down there. A flashlight, oh, that would be scary. Yeah, a flashlight is, you know, he has, like, what was it? Like, he had a flash, he had a flashlight, but it's worthless. It's just to make him feel better. It's basically what it is. <laughs> You know, and I can't believe like they were doing this. Like I go, I go to that region all the time, and then they were doing this. You didn't like, know that's this? insane. I did not know this that they were doing that. Like that's how they mined for gold. They also had like standard like like tunnel mines and stuff like that, but they also had this. It's like it's insane to me that that this is uh this is a thing over there. How much uh, did it say? How much on average gold that they would. They would, they would get like several kilograms, you know, like maybe like depending on what the mine, like there was this one miner, they had a, they actually had like a vein, like mm -hmm. a gold vein in their tunnel mine, you know? But the problem okay. is that here's the problem, right? They don't own the mine. A conglomerate owns the mine or another owner owns the mine. They're just there as workers. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they're only getting paid like, like 400, 800 pesos a day, which is like, what is that? Like $16 a day. Okay. <laughs> Some, you know, plus or minus, you know, it's, they don't own the mine, but other people own that mine and they're just there to work. Right. And they live there in those mountains. And hmm. this is how they make a living. It's it's insane to me, <laughs> you know, because I don't think about it. You know, there's there was even this one part in another part of Mindanao, in the northern part of Mindanao, where they have to cross, do an entire day's journey, and I think the journey is like forty miles. Okay. And it takes them an entire day to haul rice. <laughs> to so, haul rice. 
So what makes it dangerous? Or what? Why? Oh, it's like dirt roads. roads. They're dirt roads. And if you're doing this in the rainy season or if there was a storm before and you're crossing mountains and then the the other side of the road is a steep cliff, (laughs) right? Yeah. Right? And you're in this 10-wheeler that's overfilled, over over capacity by weight. Right. Right? Yeah, good luck trying to. Yeah. (laughs) And they're going through muddy roads, dirt roads, right? In this documentary, it took them... It took them more than a day that they had to camp because they got stuck in the mud on the road and they were blocking traffic, <laughs> right? And oh, here's a crazy great. thing. Yeah, here's a crazy thing. They were, there was a bunch of, and I've seen this too. I've seen this in the Philippines and I cannot believe that people do this in the Philippines because it's the most scariest thing. They call them, what was that? They call it, um, Arrow, arrow, arrow mass? No, arrow. Oh, sky, um, like sky. Oh, crap. Okay, anyways, it's there's a special name for it, (laughs) but it's basically, uh, like a a motorcycle, right? Like an off road, like enduro Mm -hmm. motorcycle, right? Like a Yamaha or a Suzuki. And what they would do is they would try to pack in like nine people on this thing. Right? Imagine that. You can fit nine more people on this motorcycle than you can in a standard minivan. That's like a balancing act. It is a balancing act. And you're going (laughs) down the road in dirt. Yeah. (laughs) Think about that, right? And the reason why this is a business over there, they basically take people up and down different parts, different villages to you know it's a taxi service right and sometimes people will do it for free right so and all the while this this truck with rice on it the biggest worry that they have that there was enough moisture getting into the bags it would start to sprout yeah rice right yeah Yeah. because seed rice is essentially a seed right right? it's a seed grain and you get it wet it starts to sprout because that's what seeds do, right? Wants yep. to grow. So all the while they were afraid that this thing was going their their the the trip was like was gonna be off or not because if their entire load was completely wet, it was gone. It was useless. It was useless, right? Yeah. So it's just amazing to me. And the thing was people were helping. There's like this code of there's this code of farmers or this code of villages village where you see a person stranded on the road, you know, you try to help them out by giving them food and they needed the food because they didn't even have, they weren't even thinking that it would, they would take have to do, yeah, take that long. So they ended up camping in the middle of the road in the mud, you know, because you can't go anywhere else. You can't go anywhere else. <laughs> it was just amazing to me because this is, this whole thing was like. You know, like, I go to the Philippines. I go to Mindanao. That's where I land, right? Mm-hmm. Davao City is in Mindanao. And I had no idea that this was taking place there. It was it was fascinating to me that this was, like, you know. And I've seen, 
when I was in the Philippines, I you can't help but see poverty, right? Yeah. You can't help but see, you know, like shacks on the side of the road and there's families there and there's rice paddies everywhere, right? But, you know, I know people, I know, I know people in the Philippines that, that get paid through 300 pesos a day, right? Mm-hmm. And 300 pesos a day is, you're talking about, what is that? Eight dollars? <laughs> yeah. Right, eight nine dollars a day, right? To okay. work in the banana fields, or work in the rice paddies, you know. And this is what they—that's what it is. That's what life is in the Philippines, and it's a—it's a stark reaction. Everybody, anybody who goes to the Philippines and get out of the resorts and the in the vacation spots, you know, yeah, it'll, it'll hit them. And I know plenty of people who do service work for. Or or they just travel the world, you know, and mm-hmm. some of them come, you know, they know what the Philippines is and they find out I'm a Filipino. It's like, man, my experience in the Philippines was like, it was, it was something I also, you know, they're telling me like, it's not, you know, it's nothing they've ever experienced, right? right? Because they've been to those villages. They've been to villages that I've been to. And, you know, and just watching this documentary, just like, oh my gosh, like, this is stuff I haven't even seen before, you know, because it's up up in the north. It's up in the mountains. I don't go to the mountains. It's too dangerous. <laughs> now I know why yeah. it's so dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> right? So right. anyways, it's, it's called Dice of Death. I think it's like season, like season one, third episode. And they feature, they feature the Philippines, Mindanao. Um, yeah, I encourage hmm. you guys to take a look at it. I mean, you want to know... <laughs> you know, you know, I know what uh, what island I'm from. There you go. Have at it. Have fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, lately I've been in a documentary uh, feel for it. I might have to check that out. Yeah, check it out. I, I mean, I encourage you. It, it it really just like like wow. Like this is a good place. If anybody wants to know what you know what life is like in the Philippines, especially in my you know where I come from. That's it right there. <laughs> Right. Um, anyways, let's uh, let's move on to something a little bit more fun that I don't have a sting for. Darn it. I'll use I'll use this one because this comes from um, our other um, podcast. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Um, this is something I wanted to talk to. You. I know, right? <laughs> I don't have that many stings. Um, so something I wanted to talk to Pam about, and this is what occurred to me, and this is, it's a question that I pose to Pam and to other people who are listening and email us at hollowhollowhangouts at gmail.com or hit us up on the um, uh, Twitter at PanCatDragon or uh at TCD Zen, that's me, you know, and we want to know what Filipino eatery um, you would like to see here in Minnesota or wherever you live. And I know some, some of the people. I know some people already have a Jollibee, so come on. <laughs> okay, you have to understand. Yes, that yeah, I'm part of that people. 
You have to understand. Okay. New Jersey has a Jollibee. Chicago has a Jollibee. I'm pretty sure California has a Jollibee. Oh, I'm sure California has a Jollibee. We have a very strong uh, Filipino community here in Minnesota. Where's our Jollibee? Come on, there's like, what, mm-hmm. it, 19, what was the count now? 19,000 Filipinos living in Minnesota? Where's our Jollibee? I think that should qualify <laughs> for our, our Jollibee? Jollibee here. I'm not going to drive to Chicago. No. I want my Jollibee here. <laughs> yes, I'm throwing a tantrum. <laughs> anyway, um, I mean, for me... I mean, the other thing that I could think of, it's been a while since I've been to the Philippines, so I don't really know, like, names of restaurants, but there is one bakery that stood out, and it's Goldilocks. Yeah, Goldilocks is good. I love their cakes. Oh. Their cakes are excellent. Their sponges are... Mm, ah, yes. They, they do something. <laughs> I don't know what they do. I don't know what chemical they use <laughs> or whatever, but it's a I don't know, man, but it tastes divine it is addicting <laughs> and i remember having like an imperial cake from them it's like that I it's like that law it looks like a it's like a sponge cake that they roll with stuff in it and then they glaze the whole roll okay you like should stop because now i'm hungry <laughs> i remember my cousin came my cousin got that cake from from someone i don't know what but and I was staying with him in Davao City, and he comes home with this thing. I was like, holy crap, what the heck is that? And it had Goldilocks <laughs> on it. And I was like, oh, yeah, here, you want some? Yeah, I, you know, like, he, someone gave it to him, and so what would we do? We cut it up, even though we already ate dinner, and we were on our way to the night market. It didn't matter. It looked good. <laughs> you know, cut it up. It was the best. It was good. Like, I... Goldilocks, you got a winner there. Whatever cake that was, I think it was like a call it an imperial cake. I want it here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, there are. I, they're not from the Philippines, but I, I follow a, a Filipino TikToker that lives in California, and he and he's a foodie, just mm-hmm. like us. And he goes to all these, all these spots in California that. Uh, is Filipino influenced. Yep. Like one of them was an Insamata butter. <gasps> oh. Insamata. Oh. <laughs> yep. There's mm. also ube butter and um there's another butter but that, that was a little bit, you know. But anyway, there's that. There's um there's all these things that are that are there that I'm like, I want that. <laughs> there's another there's another bakery in the Philippines. That's not Goldilocks. It's like I want to say it's like like Red Robin. I think it's called Red Robin. It's not the burger joint. But I want to say it's called Red Robin. I could be wrong, but they're like kiosks in a mall. Yeah. And or, Are you talking about like food carts? Well, that they, kind might of have, thing? they might have started as a food cart, but they they're a bakery. Like they're like a oh. they're like a Goldilocks. Okay. Um, but they had the best ensamitas. Mm. Like when I found out when I get when I first, it was like one. It was one of those like, oh, this looks interesting. I'm gonna try it because they had a kiosk in 
They had a kiosk in the uh, domestic terminal at uh, in Manila Airport. In Manila Airport. Yeah, <laughs> and you know Aquino International, right? Right. You know, Terminal 3. I think any anybody who listens to this, Terminal 3, right? Everybody knows the, the bus ride you have to take from Terminal 1 to Terminal 3. Uh, um, and it's the, it's the domestic terminal, and they have like this... The gates are like in this long hallway, right? And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, there's like the gates are on the side and you can see the planes, right? And they have like this, these like kiosks on either side and they have like small little like areas there that where like shops are and other restaurants are. And there was a Red Robin on, I want to say it was like near terminal, like gate two or gate three. That's how many, that's how much, how many times I've been there. That terminal. <laughs> I know these things now. It's like <laughs> it's like gate two or gate three. Somewhere around there was a red robin. I think that's what I call. It. I could be wrong, but I tried. I had like grabbed like an Ensamida and an Ube thing, like an Ube like like filled bun stuff. Oh my gosh, it was so good! Holy moly! Like you, yeah, you can you can take the red robin. You know, burger joint, plop down that bakery there. I'll be, it'll be good. I mean, even if I don't know, now you got me thinking about all those food stands that they're not necessarily like restaurants or or bakeries. They're just they're like like where is is Pulveron? That's Goldilocks. That's Goldilocks. That's okay. Goldilocks. That is the signature Goldilocks thing right there. It's Pulveron. Oh, I remember. I and I was like, "Wow, how many how many different flavors does Pulveron come in?" See, there's the gold one. <laughs> I know you go by it's, the wrapper. It's, it's the wrapper, right? It's there's a gold one. There's the red one, the blue one. I love the red and the blue. Yeah, and I think the there's blue is just one. straight up, like straight up Pulveron. The red one, I think, has, has like, like nuts, nuts in, in it. it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think it's like I don't know what nuts is it like. Almond? Could be almonds or walnuts. I don't know. I don't but know. There's nuts in there. I know there's nuts in there. Ah, uh, but it's like ah. Uh. The brown was the chocolate one. Remember the the, the cocoa chocolate pulverone? Okay, now I don't remember. I don't remember there's, that. There's there's that one. I don't know if that's a new one, but I remember getting a box of pulverone and it had it in there. I and was, it didn't last, did it? <laughs> I was so upset one time where this is like this was like before covid and i don't know what was up with manila airport at the time but you couldn't you could only bring like so and so much like pulverone on the plane why i don't know is it because (laughs) is it because it could be mistaken for drugs or something i guess i'm not quite sure but they had this they made these announcements in the terminal where you could only bring so and so much pulveron on the, like on the plane. So, huh. yeah, because you'd either have to check it in or, but how can yeah. you check it in when you're in, you know, in the in the terminal? Um, anyways, the I think I could only bring like three, like a certain like 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 grams or kilograms or whatever the heck, like a certain size, and that was it. Mm. You're cut. Right. And then, hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, 
And then the second time I went there, my brother asked for a polvorone, right? So my brother, my other brother and I were traveling and we're, and my other brother bought like a big box of polvorone. I told Earl, it's like, you can't no. bring that on the plane. They're going to confiscate that, man. Like you're going to lose your money. You know, you wouldn't believe me. Wow. <laughs> then he learned his lesson yeah. the hard way. Yeah. And then, no, with it. No, he didn't buy it, but I was told oh. him not to buy it because okay. we had to create an excuse. My my other brother who wanted it, like, was wanting, you know, we basically told him, like, you know, to him, it sounded like my dog ate my homework, you know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I told him, like, no, they wouldn't let us bring it out on the plane. I swear, you know, they're, we were like that. You never, I don't think he even really believed us. <laughs> He thought we well, ate it if, or something. Well, if he's <laughs> if he's listening, now you know. <laughs> no, they wouldn't let us bring it on the plane. It was it was quite, it's quite sad. I mean, pulverone is one of those things where, you know, like oh, yeah, that's a, that's the pasai lobong of the you know of anybody. If you're gonna yeah. bring something back, that's it. So so Edwin, if if you were to take you know take any restaurant from the Philippines and put it in Minnesota, which one would you do? I would. I have actually got a couple, but I think then my number one would be. Then my number one would be this Sinugba place in um, in Tagum. I forgot what it was called. Hmm. The second, the second largest Davao city in Mindanao is the largest city in Mindanao, right? And there's this other city on the northern part of the Cape called Tagum, right? Which okay. I pass to go to my destination. And there's this eatery there. It's a Sugba place. And Sugba is basically barbecue, grilling. Mm, and, barbecue. Yeah. In 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 Bisaya or Sabuano. Sugba. Sinugba. And this is what it is, right? It's an it's open. Right? It looks like it's like a hut, but it's open. Okay. Right? In the back, right, is grills. Like fire pits and grills. Right? Ooh. And it's like smoke just coming out. It just smells good. Just smells like like what you would what you'd imagine a smell for Filipino barbecue. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's an EPA nightmare. There's so much smoke, right? <laughs> like, yeah. It's just that, that much. And then on the counter is a smattering of meats, vegetables, fish, seafood, just a ton of them. And what you do is you pick which ones you want. You literally like take your finger and tell the dude, I want that, 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 and that, right? Easy enough. Easy yes. enough, right? <laughs> and then you know, and then they'll ask, and then you, you, you take like, like a like a number thing, right, on a stand, like some restaurants okay. do here. Yeah. You know, and you just plop it down on on a table, and then a server comes over and says, "What would you like to drink? Would you like mango juice? <laughs> <laughs> would you like, you know, pineapple? Whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's it's like that." And they come over with this big smattering plates of all the stuff that you have that you that you that you uh, ordered, grilled, 
oh my gosh, it was so good. And then, and then they give you like sauces, right? Like the typical Filipino sauces of toyo and um, suka. <laughs> you know, okay. the, yeah, like vinegar and to- and vinegar and, and soy sauce with like like peppers. You know, like red hot chili peppers in it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it is the best thing I've ever experienced. I took my dad there for Father's Day. Right. And it's such a memorable thing because it was the it was the only time I took my dad for Father's Day in the Philippines. It was and that was Did he did he was he there before? He was he never been there before. Ah, okay. So did he enjoy it? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And here's the thing. We took pictures. We were being morons and we were taking pictures. You know, my <laughs> my dad and I were taking pictures and sending it to my brothers back here in the states and <laughs> and just making them like what you know what is it uh you know they're they were drooling and oh. <laughs> and then when i came back here in the states my brother went to the philippines he was already planning to go to the philippines that time right <laughs> this was like a month apart <laughs> he went back to the Philippines, and next thing I know, it right, I'm getting pictures in the middle of the night <laughs> <laughs> with my dad and him at the same exact place, eating the food. Right? It's like sibling rivalry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and they would put like a little caption down, like "Wish you were here." You know, that, <laughs> that sort of thing. It's so. Yeah, I mean. And, you know, you get the typical rice, like big, like big pot, you know, what they call only rice. Mm, okay. Have you ever heard of only rice? It's, Have I had only rice? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Only is their short, because Filipinos love their abbreviations, right? Aircon, air conditioner. Yeah, only yeah. rice is unlimited rice. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh no, that's bad. It's bad. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> but that's the you that's know, the Filipino experience. <laughs> it's the Filipino experience, right? It's so it's that's the restaurant. I don't remember what that restaurant was called. I really don't. I'd have to look back. But I want that restaurant. Not in <laughs> Minneapolis, not in St. Paul. Right? I want it. In right my in his neighborhood. backyard. <laughs> I want it in my take out take out one of the bars, like the many bars that's around here, right? There's like there's like a dozen bars here. Just take that one out, plop this one in. <laughs> we'll be good, right? Most of their revenue is from one person. <laughs> it, it probably will be because it's it's that good. I can't. I wish my my friends, you know, here in the United States, could experience this. You know, I show them oh, pictures. Yeah. I show I show them pictures of this, and they're just like, "That exists there." Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. Yes. Filipinos <laughs> love our barbecue. Yeah. You know, I want that here. I want that in my neighborhood. I want that down the street from me. You know, I want to. <laughs> I want to be able to like come home, go outside, and smell the 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 EPA. You know, nightmare. Yeah, smell, and then you'll. You know? <laughs> You come in still stinking of the smoke. Oh, like the fire department's thinking that there's a fire, you know. <laughs> no, they're just barbecuing in the back. Right. 
Well, anyways, that's that was probably my big one. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, give me a Jolly Bee. Give me, give me Philippine. What was that? Give me a little Manila here. <laughs> you know, and I'll be I'll be absolutely happy. I mean, there are there are very good. Um, there are a couple uh, Filipino restaurants, you know, that are here. I just think we need more. Yeah. Like more and I'm, gl- and I'm glad that they're popping up you know yes like a poise and um was that manila manila walk manila was it manila grill was it manila walk i don't know it's manila something the one in st paul which i haven't yeah. been to i haven't been to that either you're not allowed to go there without me yeah i can't wait to go that's that's probably gonna be our first restaurant after the vid <laughs> after we're like we're all comfortable watch we can it go out it- now there's, there's gonna be an uptick of people just lying out the door. I know. I'm just gonna like, it's like oh, they're gonna lift the, <laughs> they're gonna lift the, the mass mandate. Is everything cool? Sweet. I'm making reservations to the Manila place. <laughs> um. So yeah. So that's if you have you know what if you have any suggestions of your experiences in the Philippines of what restaurants that you've been to in the Philippines that you want to see here, in the United States or particularly in Minnesota or wherever you live. Drop us a line um, on hollowhollowhangouts at gmail.com gmail. <laughs> or at our website at legendcreators.com. Legendcreators.com. We, we also have a Facebook page, Legend Creators. But, yep, uh, we do have that too. Feel free to drop us a line there. I'd like to see that see that thing get used. Um, um, yeah, or at TCDZedwin on Twitter or... Dragon one at twitter yes. so that's our show hope you enjoyed it i was trying to stay under an hour and a half so nope <laughs> actually we're at an hour 26 and okay fine i'm going to play this so we know it's done anyways and yeah so drop a slide on those things um please comment like and subscribe yes i said it comment yes. like and subscribe i'm trying to get over that and don't forget we also got a website <laughs> Yes. Uh, legendcreators.com make sure if you enjoy our podcasts make sure you share with your friends yes and um yeah uh, comment on itunes subscribe if you haven't already as like i said um that's how we get noticed and if you like our podcast uh you want to see us uh you know keep going you know that's um that's a good way to support i mean it's free is definitely free. We do not have a Patreon. Um, we're just uh, seeing how this goes, and hopefully, we're you know, we see some support out there, and that's what I'm. Yeah, hopefully, for. yeah. Yep. Edwin and I really enjoy doing this, and we hope to continue exactly entertaining you. <laughs> yeah, and support uh, Filipino businesses out there. Um, they definitely need your help, especially the restaurants. Um, support them. Support uh, you know Filipino stores and uh, your societies. Yes. All right. Um, we will. That's it. We will uh, see you next time uh, in right. two weeks. Mabuhai. Mabuhai. <laughs>